0: what's up what's up what's up <laughs> you have just tuned in to the i dad's podcast i am your host matt wise as always i am with my co-host i who i will never be replacing eric alvarez eric what's up
1: what's up man how you doing
0: i'm doing great i'm super stoked we got a we got a really good show we have a special guest if you cannot see if you're not watching us on youtube uh, we got a third floating head in our screen today. Um, it's my good man, my brother. I love him so much. Uh, this guy, Eric, this guy, um, when, when my wife and I lost our daughter, um, this man was instrumental for me, uh, getting through that time. And so, uh, I have nothing but love and respect for this man. And, uh, I'm super happy and super excited to have him with us. Eric, iDads, all those subscribers, we have all 36 subscribers on YouTube, the millions around the world that have listened to us. I would like to introduce you to our, our one of our guests today, uh, Chris Parks.
2: What's up, guys? How are you doing?
0: We're doing good, Chris. We're happy to have you. Uh,
2: it's good to be on, man. I, I, think, uh, I think you said that really nice thing about me because I told you pre-show I was going to put you on blast right out of the gate. That was a preemptive strike. Now I got to be the nice guy.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am choosing my words carefully um, <laughs> because, uh, because worlds, world, worlds are colliding here on the IDAD's podcast with uh, w- with Eric and having you on. Um, it, it it could get crazy. Uh, so <laughs> so stay tuned. But uh, Chris, I'm I'm super excited to have you have you with us. Uh, like I said, you know we go back a long ways. Um, And I wanted to, to get an opportunity, Eric, to get an opportunity to meet you, but um, just to get it together and, and chit chat and shoot the breeze. Uh, I know that you're a, a father um, and uh, I've, I've had the privilege of watching, watching your kids grow up and, and grow up into incredible, incredible human beings, which, um, you know, Hey, at the beginning there, I, you know, there was a couple of them. I was a little concerned about, but you pulled it Dude, out, brother. There's
2: a couple of them. I'm still concerned about.
0: No, you pulled it out. Your kids are amazing. <laughs> your kids have always been amazing. They've been amazing to my kids. Um, I have nothing but respect for your family. So I uh, you've done an amazing job as a father. And and I know you and your wife have done an amazing job raising your kids. So uh, respect to you, brother.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Our, our oldest is 19. And uh, let's see. Last yesterday morning, I got it. He's in another time zone. So I got to get, I got to like figure it out in my head. So he'll be 19 in a month. He just landed in New York yesterday morning, coming home from two months in Africa. So he hit the airport and he goes, he goes, I played out loud on my phone, born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, right through the airport, walking through the airport, with the <laughs> and, uh, went straight, he got a burger, I think he had a burger, a pizza, and ice cream, like all in one shot at the airport in New York during his layover coming back to Orlando. So he got after it pretty good.
0: There's nothing more American than a, a burger, pizza, and ice cream, I'll tell you that.
2: All at once, too. There's nothing more parks than that, let me tell you
0: as one of my good friends would say he would call that a bang 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 uh you know that's 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 a trifecta
2: i like it i
0: like it eric, you eric what ben? would yeah eric what would be your trifecta brother
1: Wait, burritos? I mean, what do you? <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Tacos, like, burritos, enchiladas? Tacos, burritos, enchiladas. What else?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying, hey, the two white guys have, uh, have weighed in on the topic. Let's hear from our token Mexican guy on what his oh, oh, favorite man. American foods are. Nah, just man, what would be your... What's your th- like, pizza, you know, man. Pizza, pizza
1: and... That'd be the... Pizza and, and burgers. That's, that'd be the one. See?
0: Nothing more that's, American than that. Doesn't matter it? if you're Mexican, white or anything else we're We're being audited it's a bang 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 (laughs) so uh chris we were we were chatting before the show you this 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 could get out of control uh quickly uh and I know that that Eric's drinking water over there in that. No, actually, it wasn't water. What is he drinking? He's drinking apple, apple juice. juice. That's how you know you're a dad. When you go in the fridge, you need something to drink. You're super thirsty and you're like, water's not going to cut it. And you open that fridge and all that's in there is milk and like a juice, an apple juice. <laughs>
1: that's true. I mean, all I need is a little bit of vodka or something in it to kind of give it a little twist.
2: Well, we're one of those horrible families, we never really let our kids have juice. So,
1: no juice, huh?
2: Not really. We we did little bits of juice like when they were real little and we but my wife would always cut it with water and I was sort of offended for our kids as she did that. But I you know what am I going to do? I'm only dad, you know. So <laughs> I mean, I
1: just I just the other day we were at the flea market and I saw, you know, it was a 3-year-old with a a bottle full of uh, Coke. Coca-Cola. Shut up! Really? Just straight up drinking? Coke from, the, from a, bottle. Like, like a wow, bottle? like a baby bottle? Like a baby bottle. Wow. And I was oh, like, I was, I was telling my wife, "Look at that! Look, she's drinking Coke. That's got to be Coke. What other color could that be? I mean, it's got to be Coke." And yeah, you could see it when she started pouring it into the into the to the bottle. I Either can't judge
2: rancid breast milk. I can't right? judge. <laughs>
0: I, I I can't judge at all. Um, I'm the dad that is been known to feed his kids cookies for breakfast so (laughs) i'm not going to judge soda in the baby bottle but but i just took my my son to five guys for we just did a little dude's trip um because we got baseball coming up for him tryouts and so we went out to go get some sporting stuff and and i took him out to five guys to get a burger because nothing more american than a burger maybe a hot dog i don't know but a burger uh five guys baby burger and baseball hot dog and baseball um took him five guys. And I go, Hey, what do you want to drink? Do you want? And I'm, I'm like, do you want a soda? Do you want, I go, Hey, you want a milkshake? And I started reading all the milkshakes and he just, he looks at me and he's like, water,
1: water. I'm like,
0: dude, <laughs> this guy, I'm like, Hey dad, I'm going to get the milkshake. We'll get you a water little guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so we were, we were on the show pre-show and, and we were kind of, kind of talking we were gassing on each other for for our backgrounds as you can see um my background uh has a has a a woman's touch um eric over there eric's background is very neutral and and chris and now i think eric froze over there on us he did freeze uh chris's background is is very very manly
2: not much neutral about my background is there
0: no and for those that aren't watching us on youtube he's got a background it's a beautiful wood paneling background um and then he's got a harley davidson uh metal you know tin thing and then on the other side he's got a a glock uh pistol so Definitely more manly than ma- than my background, which has got a bunch of Easter stuff.
2: Yeah, but you got like Scrabble in the background and everything, you know,
0: I do. Um, but now I'm now I'm wondering if if now that Eric's back with us, if if his background, which is the neutral background,
1: isn't the one of choice. <laughs> it's it's all neutral over here. Look, Nothing.
0: I was telling there. If, if if I tilt, if I just tilt my camera just a little bit over there, look. I I got bunnies. <laughs> I got Easter bunnies back there. You
2: guys are so manly, dude. <laughs> <I'm> so man. <laughs> all right, I gotta ask.
0: So, Matt, I know how old are
2: your kids. Eric, how old are your kids? You got you got little kids like under ten.
1: Yes, I have a nine year old okay. uh, girl and a three year old as well, and then okay. probably yeah, that's
2: all. <laughs> yeah. So my kids are all older. My I got four kids. My youngest is eleven. So. You know, I'm, I'm, I could be, if, if my oldest has his first child, the same age I had mine, I could be a grandpa in like five years, a grandpa in five years. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a trip. So the stage of life that you guys are in as dad's man is freaking awesome. I miss little leagues so much. I got right here in my garage on this shelf. I have, excuse me, it's not my garage. It's the simple man project studio headquarters <laughs> right there off the shelf in my garage is my umpire bag. I got all my, all my umpire gear for little league.
0: And So you're still, your, your kids are out of little league. You're still putting your, some time in over there
2: last year. So I had I'd reconnected with a buddy of mine who we umpired a lot. We were doing majors up through high school age together and, um, uh, we were having a ton of fun. So I hit him up last year about this time. And I said, let's, let's do some games. And then COVID poof, shut oh, the whole yeah. thing down. So it's, it's been a couple of years since I have, but yeah, I still got all my gear. I need to get my portly little bum out there and get some exercise.
0: That's awesome. Eric, do you see what we have? We still have, we, st- I mean, that yeah, he, he's a stage above us, right? He's, he's the next level. Yeah. And we, we still got a lot of work to do, man.
1: So we're here trying to.
2: When you guys get to my stage, you can have cool signs in your background. You don't have
1: to. Have <laughs> Mr. Burns. That's a, how you know I'm his kids are older. Let's put a candle. There you in go. The background.
0: <laughs> that, that's how you know his kids are older. He can he could afford a nice background like that.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you when put, you guys get the work. chance, when you guys get the chance to come and tour the world infamous Simple Man Project headquarters, I'll show you how I built it.
0: Speaking of the Simple Man Project, I, I did wanna we did want to have you on talk to you about that. And and we were kind of making fun of the backgrounds and and talking about the different stages of life of being a dad. Uh you've started this project, the uh, the Simple Man Project. I'll shout out the the uh, website, Simple Um go on there, check out some of the check out some of Chris's videos, but Uh, you you have actually I've watched a couple of those videos and and Eric has and and you you touch on some some deep subjects some I mean some very important subjects for for guys specifically um but but you touch on some pretty pretty deep stuff uh kind of tell me what what you're trying to do over there and what what that's all about what's your mission
2: so for me I I grew up um in in the Bay Area, very um, how do I say this a politically correct way? Very left leaning, very liberal minded, very whatever, right? Which is cool. Do your thing. I, I'm I don't I'm not even into the political thing that much, right? I mean I got my own views like everybody. But what we we're seeing in our modern society is this redefining of what manhood really looks like. And so you know, it used to be when I was a kid. Um when I was I was a little kid in the 80s, you guys probably weren't even born until the 90s, right? But I was a little kid in the 80s.
0: I claim the 80s, I'm 83 baby. How dare you?
2: Oh, 80. Oh, you're older than I thought you were. Okay. Look at all this
0: gray. Just because both of you guys look at Eric, Eric over there, that beard is beautiful. Chris, you've always had a beautiful mane. (laughs) Um, and look, I'm finally I'm at the age where I grow a good beard, and you can't even see it, it's all gray. So how dare you? I'm an 83 baby. Who so, told you you're growing a good beard? I, <laughs> I did when I look in the mirror. I'm a, and with this hat, I'm an 8.5, sir. Thank you very much.
1: That's
2: <laughs> uh, funny. But when I, when I was a little kid, man, I remember watching like Rambo and Arnold Schwarzenegger. and You know, like the, the the definition of masculinity was to be ripped. You guys ever see that old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the 80s Commando?
1: And uh, right, right
2: in the beginning of the movie, he's got like two giant redwoods, and he's just walking through the forest with you know two thousand pound logs on his shoulders, and you know that was kind of like what I grew up feeling like I needed to be, right? So as soon as I was old enough, I hit the weight room, you know, and and, I mean it doesn't help that I'm like five foot five, so I was never going to get there. Five two. That's not true. (laughs) When I put my boots on, I'm five five and a half. So, you know, that's kind of what I grew up with, right? But even like today that's totally changed. And now you got dudes wearing dresses. There was I forget his name now. There was some celebrity dude who just posed for like GQ or one of those magazines wearing dresses and Gucci and Armani and all all these designers. They're they're actually making dresses for dudes. And it's not like uh I mean I'm not talking about like a Scottish kilt like a cultural thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean it's a dress, dude. It looks like something that came out of my wife's closet. And all of this stuff in society is telling us that we should be more like women, that we shouldn't be aggressive. We shouldn't be assertive. We shouldn't be protectors, all these kinds of things. But we're, it's built into us is we're designed that way. Right. So Eric, I don't know where you're at with this, but I'm a man of faith. That's how Matt and I know each other. And so everything in my life is filtered through that lens. And so I believe that we were built intentionally on purpose and we were built for a reason. And so those manly characteristics that are built into us, like aggression and whatnot, we have three boys. And so when our boys started wrestling on the floor, I jumped in with them. I didn't tell them to quit, right? We, we empowered those uh, types of behaviors and, and that intrinsic uh, character trait that they had, because I want to develop that and get them to a point in their lives where they can harness that for good. And it doesn't spin all out of control, right? But we we harness that for good. And, and in proper balance, when we're acting as the men that God created us to be, that's when we will accomplish the greatest things in our lives. And I feel like we've really lost that in society. And we need somebody to be able to look people in the eye and go, hey, I'm a man. And I want to be a man. And women are amazing and awesome. But I don't want to be a woman. I'm not built to be a woman. So I'm going to be a man. And you should be okay being a man, too.
0: You know, and in in society right now, um, it's, you know, it's really hard, um, you know, to to be a to be a a man, you know, a manly man or, you know, it is, you know, it is frowned upon. I mean, I, you know, for for me, because I'm I'm I try to be very, very aware of of of, you know. The opposite sex or of women and you know when i'm walking down the street and, and i see someone a, a woman coming down the street i try to move over to to show common courtesy and respect you know but i would do that anyway right i would do that for anyone um and but i'm just like so super aware of it as a man because i don't want to like offend someone and i don't want to hurt someone's feelings but but at what point am i you know am i not just being true to myself too, like, and who I am and and how I am created. Like I am created to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm designed differently. I like sports. I like, you know, watching sports and and participating in sports. And my wife has, she doesn't, I mean, she's learned to like it because I enjoy it, but she doesn't like it and that's okay. And, and, and I love that, that, you know, we, as, as men and as dads is, is we could be ourselves and we could be different. You know, we don't have to be manly men, you know, that, 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 you know, carry guns and redwood trees, like Chris was talking about, you know, we could be men that are in touch with our feminine side or that are in touch with our emotions and that show emotions and that, um, that are patient, you know, I mean, it's all different kind. Um, and I know for Eric, for you, it's, you know, something that we talk about, uh, you know, being dads and being men. And, and for you, it's, it's a little more difficult because you're surrounded (laughs) in a house of women.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the, the, also the other thing is growing up, but, you know, in the Mexican culture and in a lot of, with, with my family as well, um, there's, there's this machismo thing, um, right now in, in Mexico, there's a battle between the machismo and, you know, what, what Chris was, was talking about, you know, is, is the, the feminine side, the feminists are trying to take over. They're trying to kind of battle that out as well, too. Um, and, and I have both worlds pretty much, you know, so I have a household full of women, but also have this this uncle side, tough Mexican guys, um, you know. They 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 hammer you down, tell you you know you got to be tough, you got to be the man, the the head of the household, be the tough guy. Um, you know sometimes there's a borderline with that too as well in, in the Mexican culture because I mean I've seen some of my uncles I mean they would treat their wives you know pretty badly you know and um, and and that's kind of where we want to find that that common ground too as well that I think you know because I don't want to I know that what they were doing is not right so. I got to find that common ground and that's kind of where with my my two girls I'm, I'm trying to I'm learning as 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 we go to make sure that I don't put too much of the machismo the the, the, the you know the toughness on 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 these girls too I guess the wife will probably crack the whip on me and put me <laughs> back in place but you know sometimes it does come out you know and and I try to you know flex a little but you know this just got to be a balance and that's kind of where where I'm working with 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 our culture plus a lot of the of the stuff that we're seeing now on TV as well. You know?
2: Yeah. It's really a difficult thing to balance. Right. And, and what's really scary is, is the thought. And, and it, so we all have daughters, right? Yep. So our daughters are watching us. They're watching how we treat their moms to know how their future husband should treat them. Correct. Right. So the, the bar, there's the bar again, it's going up again, right. For, for being a great dad. And then we look at our son's, our sons are looking at us to see how they do everything in life. Right. And so what kind of man do I want my three sons to become? Well, I have to model that for them so that they have an example and they, they have somebody that they, that they can follow. So striking the right balance is, is really hard. And, and I think that you you guys have already touched on it there. There, there's this side, Right. Like, Eric, you were talking about that Mexican machismo culture thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the, you know, this really feminist approach to things. We, we need to be somewhere in the middle, you know, and like what you said, Matt, there's some guys that that they don't even they don't know what a crescent wrench looks like. You know what I mean? If you send them to a bucket full of crescent wrenches, they wouldn't be able to find a crescent wrench, <laughs> you know, and that's all right. You don't have to you don't have to be like a master mechanic to to be a man. Right, but uh, maybe they're great at building websites or what? Whatever is that expression? You know, I think that we get too locked in on one definition or the other, and that's where we get really out of whack and really healthy. You, know, you guys had mentioned, um, I think. Hopefully, I get his name right. Dan Pena. Dan Pena. yes Dan Pena. I'd never heard of him um, before. Some of our our chat yesterday. I looked him up, and whoa. <laughs> that guy's over the top, bro. Over the I, top. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with some of the things I, I watched some, some of his stuff and I, I don't disagree with some of the things he said, you know, that, that idea that a, there's a lot of men out there that if somebody spit in my wife's face. I, you know, a lot of guys wouldn't do anything about it. Unfortunately, I, I agree. That, that's my experience too. I, I think we've, we've got a um, we've got a society full of wimps growing up right now, you know? because we've, we've allowed society to beat down this, the definition of masculinity. And for me, it's really striking the right balance that I'm, you know, I'm a super mellow, relaxed guy. I like to joke and have a good time. I like to go shoot some paper. I like to go ride my bike. I like to drink a couple of beers. I love to hang out with my kids and eat popcorn. I had tea parties with my daughter when she was little. I mean, you name it, all of it did all of that stuff. But when the time comes that that protective instinct needs to come out, guess what? The mean Chris comes out. Right. And, and it's gotta be that way.
0: All five, two of them.
2: All five, five and a half, baby. <laughs> I want my three and a half inches.
0: I, I've i seen mean Chris. It's not that bad. No, no, no. It
2: ain't that bad. bad. <laughs> it ain't that bad. But I'll tell you what, we, we were, when, when we were downtown, year and a half ago on our anniversary, um, about six months before COVID. And we're, we just, we went and had a nice dinner and we went to a club and saw some jazz and had a drink, whatever. And so we're roaming around downtown San Jose, like 10 30 at night. And I'm constantly, you know, holding my wife's hand, walking down the street and I'm constantly pulling her and moving her to this side on the sidewalk. Right. And then a few minutes later, I'm moving her back over here and it, she figured out early on in our marriage, when I do that, what I'm doing, what I'm doing is if I, if she's on this side and I see a threat up the road while we're walking, I'm putting her over
0: here. Absolutely. Right? And, and as I, I mean, I've, I've done that when, you know, even dating my wife, just, you know, walking in a restaurant and you walk in a restaurant, you, I'm always observant of every single person in that restaurant. And as a man, the first thing I'm honestly doing OK, who's a threat? Who in here, if things get out of hand, do I need to take out first and then I could worry about the rest? Right. Or or whatever. Or who's, you know, or or what are the risks or what are the dangers, you know, of going in, you know, into these places or into to wherever? Um, because. Cause you live in San Jose. That's why I <laughs> watch your back. That's, that's why. I mean, you grew up. I mean, that's fine. I'm not worried about that, but, guy's from but Campbell. what are you talking about? San Jose. He lives in whoa, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Seatown Campbell. I, you know what? Okay. That's right. You gotta be careful where you go. Some places here in Campbell, downtown <laughs> Campbell can get yeah. sketched certain now. Watch out. There.
2: A dude might but hit you with
0: his purse. It, exactly, <laughs> watch out. um You might get a ponytail in the eyeball or something. You know? And that's from the dude's, not even the chicks' <laughs> ponytails. That's a dude's ponytail, which nothing wrong with that. But so an angry,
1: an angry five foot, five foot guy. Is five, out there Denver <laughs> Denver so, so when
0: I walk in that restaurant, I see Chris in there. I go, okay, that guy I can save for last. Yeah, let's cool. <laughs> But <laughs> hey, but Eric, I walk in there and I see you, and I'm like. Ooh, he's gonna be like probably the third or fourth one I'm gonna to have to take out.
1: probably the um, beard. Huh? It's the but beard
0: you're, not. but that's only because you've got it's, seven inches on on. I, it, I want, I want or, to ask Chris. Chris.
1: I, I, want to ask Chris. Is, 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 is uh, Matt talking about my beard? Is that, is that masculine? Is, is that I, something we should be comfortable with? It, it depends.
2: It depends, man. On how, <laughs> if, he's, if, if you guys are in person and he's stroking it for you, you might want to make, okay. make a run that's, for it. That's a All
0: different right. conversation. Different. But, that, but that I do want to be. Wanna be I do want to be encouraging to other dads, you know, um, Yeah, it's manly be- to be encouraging <laughs> just because my beard's not great, but I mean, that's what dad should be. That's what guys should be sitting around talking about. And that's kind of what we're talking about. Like there's, I, there shouldn't be a podcast of women that are complimenting each other's beards.
2: That would be a problem.
0: I mean, I listen, if there was one out there and someone wanted to do that and that was their thing, that's cool. But like that's typically a dude conversation, right?
1: Or a French conversation too. Well, that's hey, my wife's French. That's oh, that's armpits. armpits, that's, arm. armpits. <laughs> that's armpits. That's
2: Hey, while we're being encouraging, I want to encourage you, Matt, to shave your beard off. I, I,
0: I would have, but my wife told me not to. So ah, uh, well, all right then. I will side with my wife on this one. There's some good, things good as call, a man. There's some things as a man where I will or as a husband were, and that's something I kind of want to talk about with you guys is there's some things as, as a, as a husband where I'll be really firm and with my wife, kind of the term put my foot down. Right. Um, and I don't do it a lot at all. Um, but there are those times where, where I'll say, Hey, listen, I know you, you know, you, this is how you feel, or this is what you want. But, but right now I really, really feel we need to do this. Um, Had those are difficult conversations, um, to have at times, but but I think as a husband, as a dad, um, I think there there are times where we need to to have those conversations and we need to make those stands. And and those are getting it's getting it's not popular, you know. Um, and there's times when I do have those conversations with my wife where I'll remind her, like, I want to have this conversation, I just want to have it as your husband, you know, um, nothing else. How, how do you guys juggle those conversations when you, when you have to have them?
1: I mean, for me, Matt, um, you know, it's a little difficult for me as well, you know, just communicating to the wife, you know, as, as the alpha male, as the head of the household, you see the family in a different direction. You see the threats, you see what you need to get done. You need to put your foot down. The wife wants to go out, you know, shopping, you need to do some stuff around the house, like fix a leaky pipe. There's, there's other things that that as a man you need to get done, and you need to you know create that time, that balance with the family, going out and doing stuff. Sometimes you have to put your foot down and say, "Look, this is what we're this is the direction we're going. This is what we're going to do today." Um, the wife kind of has a little mind of her own, and she wants to go out, do this, do that, and let's you know and just the, the day goes by without really accomplishing anything. And then the work week starts, and then that's kind of when everything that we delayed over the weekend that we could have got, gotten done just kind of snowballs, and, and that's where we start having issues um, with, with the communication with the kids and everything. So I like to plan my Sundays are, are the days that I plan for my week, you know, and she's more like, it's family day, let's go to the park, let's just do something. And, and you know, I like that too as well, but there's certain things that need to get done before we get the, get the work week ready.
2: Yeah. And I think Matt, you, you even touched on what's been a key for, for our marriage. So uh, we've been married more than 20 years and. Um, Thanks to so, me. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I was, was, we were throwing a football, I think when I met my wife for the very first time.
0: It, funny story is, is before Chris gets into this is I, I was actually trying to hit on Chris's wife before. You never had
2: a shot, by the way, and
0: and I did not. She was like two years older than me, and it wouldn't have mattered how many years older she was. Like I didn't have a shot, uh. But I, hey, I was doing my darndest, and I was I was spitting my game, and it didn't work. So, uh, so I introduced Chris to her, and and look at twenty years here we are, and and what have you learned, Chris? How do you have those difficult conversations? Well,
2: do Do you remember? Do you before we get into that? Do you remember her reaction when you said when you introduced me from the other side of the lawn? She looked at me and went and walked, in, walked well, right I think into she, church.
0: I think she said, where's the rest? Yeah,
2: she did. Where's the, where's the two what?
0: logs on his shoulder?
2: Oh, dude. Yeah, well, know, she's,
0: right? She is tall. She was old, she was taller than I was, you know, even though she was older than me. So she was she was taller. So, you know, she's probably looking at Chris like, oh, man, it's like a little snack. Yeah. Yeah. she's <laughs> A little appetizer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I tell my sons all the time when they get something off the top shelf, I tell them you're welcome and they go, for what? We didn't get our height from you. I said, yeah, but I had the stones to marry a taller woman. Yeah, so,
0: so you're welcome.
2: Go, thank you, thank you. So yeah, what's, what's worked really well for us, and, and you said it, Matt, was that you try not to do it very often, right? Those moments where you just say flat out, we ain't doing that, right? Or we are doing this, or it's got to go this way by picking and choosing your battles, right. Then that's how our wives know that we're serious about it. And in that, in that moment, it needs to go that way because you don't abuse that, that authority, that power, right. Which is something like that Dan Pena guy. I mean, I, I listened to him for you know 10 or 15 minutes and I wanted to just punch him in the throat, you know, I, not that I disagreed with everything he said, but he's just so overbearing, you know, the thought of being around that guy was oh, <laughs> horrible. So there, there is that, that balance that we talked about earlier, right, where you, you try to strike the balance between being a pansy and, and being Dan Pena, this way over the top macho man guy. Somewhere in the middle is that, is that balance point. And that's the case for our wives too, right, to, to have conversations and compromises that say, okay, well, listen, here's, here's what I need on Sunday and here's what you're looking for. How can we find something that works, right? Um, so my, my wife and I, when we were first married, we had little kids. She ran a daycare from our home so that she could have our kids at home with her. Right. So I would go off to work and I'm a super heavy introvert. So when I get through the work day, talking on the phone, dealing with problems, whatever else, when I get home, I'm ready to shut it down for a little while.
0: So after this podcast, that means Chris is going to take a two hour nap.
2: Dude, I'm going to go rock back and forth in the fetal position. The position. <laughs> that's, that's the way it's going to go.
0: But thanks for joining us. Yeah,
2: thanks for yeah, coming up. So I would get home from work and she had been starved for adult conversation. Now, my wife is a super heavy extrovert. So the adult conversation fills her up. It energizes her. It wears me out, right, if I get too much of it. So I would come home from work ready to introvert for a little bit. And she would literally meet me at the door. My key would not go in the lock. She would open the door and she's going. She's going, telling me about her day, and, and I'm completely overwhelmed, right? So then we, we get in a couple arguments, right, over, over this whole thing. And then we finally sat down one night, and I said, listen, this is how I feel when I get home. How do you feel when I get home? And then she told me, like, I'm dying for adult conversation. And I said, I'm dying for peace and quiet. So I said, how about this? When I get home, I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss, tell you I love you. I'm going to find the kids, say hi to them. And then I'm going to go to the bedroom for 15 minutes, 15 minutes tops, and just recoup. And then when I come out, I'm all yours the rest of the night, whatever you need, whatever conversations you want to have. But if I could just get that 10 or 15 minutes to recharge, then everything will work out a lot better for the family. She agreed to that. And so just having a good, honest conversation right without judgment just sharing how i feel how she feels we found a good compromise and it's worked for the last 16 or 18 years that, that we've been doing that kind of thing so little compromises conversations will really help you you know get in a good healthy rhythm
0: and and balance you, you know we that was kind of been the theme of of everything we've we've touched on today is just that balance um even with my kids is the balance you know because i don't I don't need to yell at them every single time they're doing something to get their attention. If I have just, you know, conversations with them as they're doing like, Hey, please don't do that. Hey, can you pick that up? Hey, can you, you know, and that, and then when I'm like, (laughs) when I do yell, there's actually a little more impact, um, you know, to it. And they go, Oh, Hey, uh, we need to do whatever dad's saying right now because it's serious. Uh, So, But it is the balance because I've been at those points, even in in talking to my wife in the marriage where it's like, where I've been more like, Hey, we need, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And it's like, Oh, maybe I should, maybe I should not so much. Maybe this is just too much. Yeah.
2: And there's seasons too, right? Where it's, it's just got to go. It's got to be a certain way, you know, um, and, and things are happening fast and you just got to make decisions and you got to plow through it. And then there's seasons of life, too, where you have lots of time to make a decision and you can hear from her. And when your kids get older, when you guys have teenagers, you're going to end up having conversations like, well, this affects their life and they're intelligent people. So I need to find out what what they think about doing this kind of thing, what they think about this sort of vacation or what they think about you know, taking this approach in life or what would it look like if we changed churches or if we changed schools or, you know, whatever Then you guys will get to that point too, where you're having to have those conversations with your, with your kids too.
0: Which is a bummer for Eric, because he's always going to have to go, what do these three women want? <laughs> and then what do I want? Well, it's two completely exactly. different things. Right, Eric? <laughs> like, exactly. like, you know, you want to go to like, I want to go, let's go to, I want to go to Vegas, go to MMA fights. Right. Yes. And your wife's like, no, we want to go to Disneyland. And the kids nice. Hey, we want to go to Disneyland. Disney you're like, ice.
1: right, Eric? <laughs> yeah. Disney yeah. on ice.
0: Uh, yeah, no, hey, I, I definitely... That's
1: a
2: built-in conversation right there though, bro. I mean, that's easy. Hey, I, I need some masculine output in my life. So guys trip, we're
0: going to Vegas. When are we going? I don't know. Vegas isn't as exciting. I thought about, I was thinking about it. We were talking to my wife. I I was telling Eric this year is a huge year for my wife and I mainly more for my wife. So, which means I, I gotta be on my a game because it's our 15 year wedding anniversary in June. And then in, in August, she turns 40. So, you know, so we were talking about Vegas, but then I was like, uh, you know, someone was like, well, what are you going to do there? And I was like, that's a good question. Like I'm not 20 anymore. Like whatever I do there, I'm only going to be able to like really give it one full day of my <laughs> effort and
1: energy <laughs> before two, two, three days of recovery, Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to need a week <laughs> off to recu- like I'm not that I can't I don't live that life
1: anymore. So and I was I was gonna I was going to invite <laughs> you for, for fight night. I mean, there's going to be a canal fighting in May again, you know, so. I mean, Depends on what kind of tacos he eats this time. He, we're gonna we're gonna have. Uh, he just fought last night and and won. Knocked so. him out. Knocked him out. So, yeah, we're looking. We're all planning. You know, the guys here with my brother in law and some nephews were like, "Hey, let's let's plan to go to the Vegas, just the guys." But the wife already looked at me like, gave me the eye look, that's saying, "No, you better not say you're going to Vegas." And that's when you say, <laughs> "Honey, I don't do this very often, but this is one of those
0: times where I need to put my foot down." As a husband, and <laughs> maybe we should record yeah, it when I ask her.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe not lead that. Maybe not lead with that. And put my foot down this time. <laughs>
0: right. If you need advice on on how to have those difficult conversations,
1: call Chris Parks. You know, okay. you know. Actually, before we, you know, Chris, I have a really tough question for you. Um, let me. Hopefully, you can. You know, I have two daughters, and and there's a lot. Of, I want to get her into sports and stuff like that. Um, but the t- the tough question I want to ask you is. What do you think of transgender, um, going into to the to the to the women's you know, um, sports?
2: Yeah. What do I think about my daughter having to pe- compete against a male yes. in sports? I think yes. it's a bunch of crap. Okay. Um, you know, I listen. Do your thing, right? I mean, if you're born a man and you want to be a woman, if you want to be lesbian, gay, transgender. LGBTQ, the whole bit, do your thing, man. I'll even be your friend. Right. Yeah. But, but don't put me or my family in the position of one feeling guilty because we may or may not agree with your lifestyle. I'm always going to be nice. I'm always going to treat you with respect. I'll be your friend. you need help, man, I'm there for you. Right. But don't force your beliefs on me. So this is a really funny thing, right? Um, a, a lot of the argument that you get, in, in that, um, in, in those realms, right? We talked a little bit earlier about, um, we didn't really use the term, but cancel culture, right? We talked a little bit about people forcing their definitions of masculinity on everyone else. And people will say, well, don't tell me how I'm supposed to live my life, but it's a suicide argument. What they call in debating is a suicide argument because they're literally doing what they told me not to do to them. They're telling me how to live my life by telling me that I shouldn't share my views with anybody else. So logically, it doesn't even make sense, right, that that they would do that. So you, you end up with all these people who try to make you feel guilty. My wife told me yesterday they're trying to they're trying to delete the movie Grease from the history books because there's no LGBTQ representation in this movie from the 70s. Okay, It's just stupid. It's stupid, all right? I mean, that's if I was to say, there's no short, chubby white guys in your movie, so you have to take it off the market. I mean, would anybody support that? Does that even make sense? It, it doesn't make any sense at all. So love you, LGBTQ community. Do your thing. I'll be your friend. I'll be your neighbor. I, I'm, I'm not against you, but I am against you forcing me to believe everything that you say I should believe. And that includes transgender people participating in sports because whether you want to admit it or not the scientific truth is that as men we have more testosterone we have more muscle mass we tend to have leaner bodies and so we are therefore much more gifted athletically when it comes to sports and so if you plugged Caitlyn Jenner in to compete against women they would win he 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 would win every time a few years ago there was um Oh, it was one of the Williams sisters. I think it was Serena Williams. And, you know, she uh, top, top ranked female tennis player in the world. Right. I mean, as, as good as it gets. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. And she, she had sort of popped off and said something about, you know, she could beat a man kind of a thing. And so this no name guy who was like, she, I think she said that she could beat someone not ranked in the top 100 male tennis players it was something like that something along those lines so the guy who was 101st played her smoked her three straight sets she she didn't she didn't win not not even a set so I I mean think about it it's just men are just physically more gifted than women are now there's plenty of people out there that are going to say well if you put me in the octagon with Gina Carano I'm going to get my butt kicked and i well, I
0: would really. I'm gonna
1: have a blast.
0: <laughs> I, I would enjoy that, what, that. Sounds That's like what... a good time. Oh man, yeah. I,
1: I was actually looking forward to looking at women's uh, sports now. You know, with having the transgender, <laughs> maybe some interesting, <laughs> a good plays are going to be happening. But well, he- here, here's my
0: here here's the solution to it, right? Because because I come from, I'm more, I'm you know, I'm in the position where it's like, you know, we're curses. Like I, I do whatever you want. Like if it, yeah. whatever, you, you know, you think makes you happy, like go for it, but here's the solution. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to see transgender, you know, combat athletes beating up female combat athletes. Yeah, no. I don't want to see that. Um, so you, so there needs to be a division. So, so now you have, you know, uh, a, a trans gender division in in MMA or you have a transgender basketball league or or whatever which you know that that's the solution right that that solves everything and it really solves the debate because i i really don't think there should be much of a debate um of whether you know they should compete against each other um and 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 i also firmly believe there's tons of female athletes that can that are way better than than men um at any particular sport right so like chris said i you know i couldn't get in a ring with anyone in the mma um i'd get demolished i couldn't play tennis against serena williams i'd get demolished um you know i couldn't do those things so um i think it would be fun though i think it would be fun (laughs) to see a you know a division men versus women you know in certain sporting events i think that would be kind of cool um definitely not combat sports i don't think that would be one of them but um man that's like that's eric's eric's asking the hard hitters i think eric <laughs> thinks that that this podcast is um like cnn or something
1: cnn or <laughs> <laughs> no i was just actually just trying to clarify if uh we're going to go to the park and play basketball are you going to take a skirt with you or <laughs> what are you going to be wearing? Well, I'll tell you what, what I'll definitely.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll definitely bring. I'll definitely Bay bring game. my game. <laughs> um, And I'll definitely put put it down. So uh, we may. I hey, listen. I'll throw it on there on social media. We'll have we'll do an IDAD's basketball basketball game, and I know Chris Parks will be there because he's a man.
1: Let's do it. And when
0: you challenge a man like Chris Parks, he does not back down.
1: Oh, that's not him, true.
0: It doesn't matter how short he is
1: or how high the, the basketball court is. That's it. Listen, <laughs> I've listen. I have
0: played basketball with Chris and despite his size, he does not let that stop him from being the most tenacious person on that court. Awesome. So Let's I'm like, uh,
2: I'm like Charles Barkley and, uh, Bill Lambeer all rolled into one. I thought Muggsy boat. Uh, yeah, him too, man. I I'm <laughs> freaking nasty. I don't, I'll cut your legs out. That's all I got.
1: So. Awesome. awesome.
0: Hey, I Chris, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Um
1: thanks, Chris. I, Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you chopping on, up man. with
0: us. Um, I I appreciate you coming on the i Dads podcast and having a more manly background than either one of us. <laughs> so well, I
2: gotta set the example for you guys. You know, you guys are younger, I'm the older guy. I you know, I gotta set the example for you. So I expect better next week from you guys.
0: You're right. We are just young bucks and, and you are, you are up, you know, uh, you're a couple uh, divisions above us. And so, so listen, I dads, I dad listeners, I dad fans go check out Chris, go check out his website, simple man project.com. It's spelled just like it sounds. Go check it out. Check out some of his videos, share some of his content, throw a comment in there, um, support him because, because I'm telling you, it it is good content. It's good stuff. Um, It's stuff that it's good reminders, uh, good things that we all kind of need. And, and we're all about being here and helping one another out, helping dads out, helping husbands out, helping dads to be, uh, helping moms out. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I, w- I want this to be a place that's that's safe for everyone to come and and just have a good time, have a conversation and, and get some good information and and from one another and share with one another. So a nice community. Chris has got a good community going on over there. Uh, simplemanproject.com. Check them out. Chris, again, thank you for coming brother. Thank
2: you. Yeah. Chris. Thanks guys. I appreciate it. It's good times.
0: Eric. We did it. We got another one in the books. Uh, listen. Eric's got that big old smile. Did you Did you have something else you wanted <laughs> oh,
1: to say? No, Eric? It's, just, <laughs> it's just I'm picturing the, the you going to the basketball court with it. You know, having a separate division, you just kind <sighs> of oh. just, just forget it. <laughs> hey, Eric,
2: we didn't ask him which division he was going to be in, though. Exactly. Right. <laughs>
0: hey, I would be like that uh, Juana man. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> I'd dress up like a chick and I would dominate. <laughs> dominate. Dominate. I would start dunking all of a sudden in your dress. <laughs> so hey, listen, folks, we appreciate you watching us. Please hit that comment uh button, the like button, subscribe button, hit any button that's on the page. Just hit it. That watch the next video button, whatever it is, subscribe. You've tuned into the iDads podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. Peace.